and gentlemen, legend in my spare time podcast. This podcast is a proud member of the IHOP Network, the international house of podcasts. Hey everybody, I'm Steve. I'm Joe. I'm Mike. I'm Seth. And we're Dinner and a Podcast, and you're listening to the International House of Podcast Network. Legend in my spare time. Legend in my spare time contains themes and subjects that may not be suitable for everyone listening. If you're easily offended, we suggest you get your podcast on elsewhere. On the flip side of that, it's really empowering being able to see someone and know that they can't see you. <laughs> Hi, this is Carl Weathers, and you're listening to Legend in My Spare Time Podcast. Hey, this is Sean Chamble, voice of Goku from Dragon Ball Z, and you're listening to Legends in My Spare Time, or Your Spare Time. And I play a legend in my spare time. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, loyal listeners, to a brand new edition of your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. That's right, for the first time in 2019, it's Legend in My Spare Time. I am your host, Matt Lees, and with me as always, not only is he the greatest co-host in the universe, not only is me, is me, is he, not only is he my best buddy, but he is the most exciting man in podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. Just Johnny is in the his house. Welcome Hello. back, sir. People, are you going to keep that uh, keep that in, or are you going to try and take that out? Which part, your me or me stuttering? No, you, the one. Yeah, well, you messed up. Oh well, I was. I you w- can't take it out now, can you? No, I was going to, but now you brought it up, so no, I can't take it out. So there we are. Oh, Happy New Year, everybody. No. We're off to a good start. Yeah, I'm sure you're really, you're I really feel bad. I, I'm, I'm sure you feel <laughs> terrible. So there you have it. So it's it again. It's wonderful to be back. First time in a few weeks for us. Quite a while for us. But it so, is happy New Year to everybody out there listening. And uh, it's exciting 2019 for us because in October of 2019 we will hit 10 years of Legend in My Spare Time. Which is weird because it only feels like two, maybe three years for me. Yeah, I wonder why that two is. Years, yeah. I wonder why that is, new guy. But um, so yeah, I mean, ten years. Uh, I didn't misspeak. That is accurate. Two thousand and nine was our first episodes, and uh, from day one, I struggled with co-hosts, and that's why we're still not past one hundred and fifty or something episodes. So there you go. Which is kind of weird because if you think about it, the common denominator is you. Right. I mean, like, you know, maybe I'm the problem. And so it's a recurring theme in my life lately, ladies and gentlemen. I go through a lot thinking other people are the problem. And then just Johnny, just as a best friend should, is always happy to point out to me that maybe you're the problem. And, you know, if you run into assholes all day, maybe you're the asshole. That's, you know, and I run into a lot of assholes all day. So. Every podcast is somebody's first podcast. So if you're a new listener who's joined us through our friends at the IHOP Network, we want to say welcome. You're part of the family. Keep your feet off the furniture. Follow us at Legend Podcast on Twitter so you never miss an episode. Uh, we have a Facebook group. Uh, you can interact with us on there. We, sh- we, sh- we have our episodes on YouTube. Uh, you can interact with us also at legendinmypodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. I know that we have new listeners, but so introduce yourself. Say hello. We want to we talk to you. We're nice. We won't buy we're friendly just johnny might bite but only with permission right buddy with permission nibble for it's example been- i know we have listeners like librarian kate and lily zemi listening so welcome to the pod and and please enjoy yourselves and i'm sorry about just johnny please carry on sir why have you got to apologize for me i've done nothing wrong yet yeah it's just <laughs> one of those like blanket statements you know like we're sorry about him so when joey and i we're sorry that's right so, as we said, happy fucking new year. What have we been doing? I mean, you're the most exciting man in podcasting. So first things first, what have you been doing? What did you do over the festive season and the new year season, dude? Ah, just too much. Like, yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing really uh, worked. Yep, and did nothing. You're a very exciting man. I can't even think of anything, which is kind of cool. Like, that, you know, that one-off thing which I did, which everyone's going to be like, oh my God. Nope, nothing. Nothing. No, absolutely nothing. Well, I went away with the wife. We went to Disneyland Paris over the Christmas weeks. Off now. 
And uh, that was an interesting trip, ladies and gentlemen. I love I love Disneyland, and so does the wife. We love visiting. You don't do so well with crowds. Oh, and fuck me, was it busy this time, dude? Oh my goodness. Was it just before Christmas? Yeah, like the it was, week, like two yeah, weeks before one, or the, the week, week before? The week of December tenth. So oh. turns out that's the busiest time to go to any Disney park. And I mean, hey, I get it. It's Christmas, kids. I get it. And the more I think about it, I don't dislike people. I dislike rude, selfish, ignorant people, which just so happens to be almost everyone. Yeah, everyone apart from you. So everywhere we went, in every line. People pushed to get in front of me, scuttled to make sure they got in line before me. Everywhere we went. I went at one point, Rachel said to me, isn't it strange that every place we've been this week, we've been the least important people? Because you, Do they not know who you are? It's unbelievable. Now, I just want, I don't want better treatment than, I just want, you know, treat me the same as everybody else. The amount of times I got smashed in my legs with a push chair or a pram and people hit you in the ankles because you, you know that you'll, they know you'll stop and let them in front of you. Oh my goodness. To the, to the point that there wasn't a lot of magic in this trip. Like we made it our own and we had a great time, but fuck me. I wish people didn't ruin Disneyland Paris. You know what I'm saying? But not only that, didn't you have some shit going on when you were over there? Well, yeah, this was also during the recent stories you folks um, all around the world will know about the riots in Paris. So, uh, of course, we stayed on the Disney the, the Disney Resort. So that's probably the safest place you can be. Because, I mean, between our hotel and the Disneyland Park, we went through two different security gates. Who's going to fuck with Mickey, right? Right? And ain't nobody fucking with Mickey. So, you know, we were all right. But it was a bit nerve-wracking, you know, because you're traveling to airports and back. And are they going to shut down the, the motorways and... But uh, no, nothing that, that we really saw. Um, we were okay in Mickey Land, getting harassed by people uh, and screaming kids everywhere. Yeah, but I keep telling you, you don't have to be that excitable. I know, I know. But I saw Scrooge McDuck and I got really excited. Okay. Um, but, you know, let's, I don't want to just be negative. There were positives. We did have, you know, some good times, especially meeting Scrooge McDuck from DuckTales. Which is, of course, a franchise of an animated series, isn't it, Just John? Oh, so you keep telling me. That's correct. But, you know, you, the thing about these people is it's, you know, it's people in the, in, in the costumes and things, but they make a lot of effort to kind of make sure they know the characters and things. So I showed Scrooge McDuck a gold coin, and boy lost his mind chasing me around <laughs> trying to get the gold coin off of me. And I was like, me and my wife got into a fight with him. That's right. She ended up having to give him an elbow drop. You know how it is. But just that little bit of effort, even as a grown man, that made my day. So there's goods and bads. You hear bad things about Disneyland Paris. And I'm here to tell you, except for all the people, it's wonderful. It's never going to be the big fancy Disney parks. Okay. But it's a good time. Somebody who would disagree with that, though, would be our buddy from the Ozzy and the Palm show. He doesn't like it? Nate came to Disneyland Paris and had a fucking horrible time. So, but he also came with two young children in tow, probably including some of those prams or push chairs that we talk about. So him and I have said that one day him and I, we're going to record a podcast and we're going to talk about our different trips to Disney. One, you know, both of us being grumpy motherfuckers, but one having kids and the other being single with his wife, if you know what I mean. So. Look for that as a crossover podcast coming soon. We're going to talk about our different journeys at Disneyland, you know. Uh, so, and that's our friends at the IHOP Network, Ozzy and the Palm Show. So there you have it. Hey, today, as we record, it is the birthday of Sebi from Dinner and a Podcast. So we want to take a moment to say. From, happy, sorry, from where? From Dinner and a Podcast. What's that? Oh, that's that thing. Or are we, are we not in beef with them anymore? No, no, we won, man, we won that beef. That's uh, Mike's podcast. Oh, Mike. I like Mike. Uh, one of his uh, many, many cohorts. That's right. Cohorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike lets some of his buddies record with him sometimes. And one of them, Sebi, it's his birthday. So we want to say happy birthday, Sebi. Uh, so there, even though I think Sebi might, behind, might be behind the mystery post that we've is, talked is about on the show any, a few times. Uh, no. Anything coming of that yet? No. Nothing still nothing? No. Let's catch the listeners up. Many weeks ago... I ended up with a, a big white envelope, showed up in the post. I've still got it right here. 
Uh, And the long and the short of it was it was addressed to uh, a nickname that I don't use anymore. Blah, blah, blah. My address. Uh, We opened up the parcel uh, and inside is a newspaper completely in Finnish. Uh, (laughs) This is straight up, folks. This is legit. Showed up in the post. A sticker on the cover that says, turn the page to number 13. And on page 13, there's an article with a headline highlighted. Uh, The headline, when translated, says the government is lying on a nude beach. Uh, I'll put some, it's very, you know, there's pictures on our Instagram account, which is at spare time legend, uh, of this very strange, obviously a rib, obviously a prank of some kind, but, oh, and of course the envelope. Yeah. Had a a phone number on it. We forgot just Johnny, the back of the envelope has a phone number on it, handwritten. And when I dial that phone number, it puts me through to the Canadian consulate in Finland, which is weird because you know, you, the wife, you've done a lot of stuff out involving Canada. Very strange, you know. And I'm in. Like, I'm all for a player. I'm all for a game. Let's play. But since then, nothing else has occurred. So I kind of think Sebi's behind it because many moons ago, we sent a box of dick cookies to everyone over at dinner and a podcast. <laughs> uh, and we think maybe that's their way of getting, maybe Sebi got. And to be honest, uh, Mike Mike doesn't have time for us, so he wouldn't be interested in the beef. Uh, Steve probably isn't smart enough to put this together. So if anyone, I think it's you know it's Sebi and Joe who sent us this. Had somebody send us this weird Finnish newspaper? Uh, but now you lovely listeners know as much as I do. Somebody sent me something weird in the post, a weird newspaper, and that's that's where we are in the story now. So no, no new no new updates on that as of the moment. So there you have it. Very strange though. Unless it was it's you, just, that nothing else has come through. No, unless you're behind it, of course. No, uh, you need too much energy. You know this. Yeah, could be John, but then yeah. You know. Are you uh, are you building IKEA furniture over there or? Uh, no, my chair is really creaky. Uh, creaky, and you know I like to fidget. You, he is a fidgeter, ladies and gentlemen. That's okay. That's okay. Now I didn't realize it was so loud. I can't get comfortable. Wait I know there. it's hard. It's hard. It's okay. Now um. So as we said, big shout out to all our lovely, loyal listeners, uh, including Uncle Joey, who, you know, I don't hear from much anymore. Uh, But saying that, you know, this year is our 10th year. uh, He's been here since day one. You know, Uh, we remember you meet him for the podcast, uh, of course. And we celebrated the birth of his daughter. She is now eight. So, you know, and she was the first legend baby, the first listener to have a child under the, the podcast, under the, you know, whatever that means. But the first legend baby who's now eight, who many moons ago got myself and her daddy, Joey in trouble when, you know, from the back seat of their car, when she was a young <laughs> child, she once after listening to Joey and I send videos back and forth, this adorable young child yelled out. Cocksucker. Yeah. I'm not <sighs> that. I don't want any part of that. And he, and he told me that story and it was both hilarious and glorious and shameful all at the same time. I once so. read that being a parent is kind of finding that balance in between being really annoyed at your child and fighting the urge to wet yourself laughing. I imagine, I imagine like mm-hmm. any other situation, Joe would have been like, oh, my, like just creasing himself. Just Yes. And, you know, I'm so proud of you. But don't no. ever say that again in front of mom. No, that's right. Now, we may come back to that a little later in the show, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe Joey has another story for us. But anyway, for the time being. Over the Christmas period, you and I got to see a couple of movies. Not together, but we got to see some movies. uh, And we thought we could talk about them a little bit. You know, give a little bit of our thoughts. You know what I'm saying? So you went to see the animated... Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. There we are. So I haven't seen it yet. I'm not against seeing it. I just haven't gotten around to it. So give us your thoughts Give us your review and maybe even give it a score out of 10. How does that sound? Uh, no. You can do it. I believe it you. wasn't too bad, actually. I mean, for like an animated film, it kind of really does. I, mean, I know it's even though it's an animated film, it still kind of takes you out of it. You can still kind of enjoy it for a film. You know, Typical heroes got to overcome and be be the hero. That typical story that everything does. Yeah. It's nice to hear Nick Cage playing the Spider Man because obviously the story is uh, there's multiple Spider Men and they have to save the the Spider Verse, like you know, from collapsing. 
Right. <clears throat> and it's Nicolas Cage. Spoilers. Nick Cage plays one of the Spider-Men. There's like five. One of them as well in the trailers is Peter Porker. So right. Some pig. Right. I think he got bit by a radioactive pig. Right. And like Spider-Ham? Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Okay. You're not uh, a yeah. fan of this. I didn't. I know it's a cartoon and you don't watch it for the realism, but that was, I think, just just that little bit too far on the uh, silly side for me. Right. Uh, but some but, people have said one of the better Spider-Man movies. Is that something you'd agree with? I would. I really would. Yeah. It was just kind of, it's it's good and also bad in a way because you, you're watching this and you're thinking there's no way this could ever translate into the into live action. Right, yeah. Not, not yet, anyway. But that's kind of the point of animation, isn't it? You get to see yeah. what you couldn't see re- in real life. True. I mean, it's kind of like Superman why a lot of the Superman films, even the older ones, the older ones are good, but it's, you know, you could never really make a really, really good looking Superman film because it's, it's just too powerful. The graphics aren't there and it just doesn't, I don't know. It's a lot of people dislike it because it's just hard to translate it into live action. Mm-hmm. And you, you want to see it. Like you want to see the, the Aquaman, the Spider-Man, the Batman, the Avengers, you want to see all that in big, full screen live action and some just work and some don't. Yeah. For example, Green Lantern didn't work. Ah, guilty pleasure of mine. I know, but I mean, in as much as you saying it's hard to translate into live action, he he can turn any, his ring into anything. uh, And that's pretty hard to translate into, you know, yeah. Live action. In the comics, it's an interesting thing because a lot of what he does turn him into being an ex, uh, air force it's usually a plane a gun a sword like something that's human based yeah but yeah you know it's still gonna look a bit yeah it's a bit too over the top cg mm-hmm. like the final scene of the movie doesn't he turn into a machine gun or something yeah or massive machine gun. yeah like a rail gun or whatever you know but there you have it so but you enjoyed it uh what would you say would you would give it out of 10 uh, I'd probably say seven, eight dish. Well, that's um, a good score. It is. It's a good film. You know, it tugs in your heartstrings. It's got the hero got to rise up. It's got everything you want from the film. Yeah. It's just one or two things that was a bit like, no, no. Good, but, mu- yeah, good music. Good. Noticeable. Anything cool about the score that stuck st- stuck out to you? Did they use any of the real Spider Man music? You know, like yes. the na 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 na. They, yeah, they use that obviously because it's a. They, I don't know music at all. I don't know the correct word, but they they've done it, but they've changed it almost like um, what's the word? Like the cover of it, right? Yeah, so if that's the yeah, right word. That's the right word. So well it's done. Definitely in this. You you can hear it mm-hmm. a few times throughout the film, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and it's yeah, Sony. Like, it's Sony. It's stunning. It's mm. yeah, and it's a Sony picture, isn't it? It's not Marvel. Yes, yeah, Sony. Right, and you said it's very the, the graphics the. The animation is grand. Yes, kind of like as if you were watching a comic on film, because where they like invert the colors or just or make it really loud and big and just yeah, and big and you heard it here. Put it on the poster, folks. Make it big and boof. So you would recommend it? Definitely, especially if you you know if you are a comic fan. If you're not a comic fan, then yeah, you're gonna hate it. Yeah, I don't see what the point would be of going to it, right? I don't know. Some people do weird things. Now, when this movie is released, I have a new rating system for us, okay? Whenever we review this a movie. movie is released. Yeah, listen. Uh, I meant in home video form. So, oh. we're, here's the way we're going to rank movies between you and I now, from now on. It's going to be, when it's available, I would stream it, buy it, or steal it. Ooh. Or neither. Or, or, ne- or none of the above. Neither. Stream um, it, steal it, buy it, none of the above. So, into the Spider-Verse, steal it, stream it, buy it, none of the above. See, I definitely would put this in the buy it. Okay. It's it's one of those things. Um, it's not the best superhero film out there, but because I want the rest, I would have to buy this just for completion's sake. So, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely buy this. Yeah. Buy it. Perfect. So... Stream it. You're right, jotting this down now. Just in case I forget it. Stream it. Steal it. Buy it. None. Cool. Anyway, just so we don't forget about that. Sorry. So, yes. 
you you would purchase plus if you're looking at the animation quality this would look beautiful on blu-ray yes just blown up just huge giggity giggity blown up huge <laughs> plus because I, I definitely think it is well depending on if they do uh deleted scenes and audio commentary it that's the kind of shit i like as well so it would be interesting to hear maybe stuff they left out or easter eggs that they've missed and saying oh this is a reference to this film or this whatever you know yeah well, that's that's a hell of a good uh, a good review for that. Then the fact that you know you'd be interested to deep dive into special features and things, so that's yeah, def- yeah. that's definitely a buy it. So that's a win for Into the Spider Verse. Uh, now the movie that I went to see. Sorry if you've uh, if you've wrapped up your thoughts on that movie. I don't want to just walk all no, over. No, no, go for it. Cool. I'm used to it. I know. I, I'm I'm sorry. I am what I am. <laughs> oh, fuck. You knew what I was when you married me. Wait, who am I talking to right now? Anyway, is it you or <laughs> anyway? Okay, so the movie Work-wise. we went to see was Bumblebee. Oh, okay, the new Transformer. That's right, with Mr. John Cena, and the chick, whatever her name is now. <laughs> the chick. Let's be honest. The Transformers movies, while an exciting concept, went downhill fast. Is that a fair thing to say? Yes. I mean, they are what they are. They're smashing robots, Again, smashing into each other. Yeah. This comes back to the the whole. Um, something that you would love to see live action but it's incredibly hard to do that's correct absolutely now you go into now bumblebeam helped me realize something i didn't like about the other transformers movies that i never really realized i didn't like one of those things where you don't really notice it until you notice it which i know is a kind of redundant statement but follow me here uh, I'm trying. Spoiler alert. The opening sequence. Do you want me to go into this? Do you care? Spoiler alert, folks. Yeah, go for it. I'm not going to spoil like the, you know, the everything. But if you don't want to know anything, you might want to skip forward 10 minutes. But the opening scene takes place on their home planet. Okay. Which I've now blanked on the name of. And people. Cybertron? Cybertron. Okay. And there's a little Transformers battle happening on Cybertron. The first thing I notice is the Transformers all look like my Transformers. You know, the look from the cartoons that I remember, not these updated okay. modern CGI versions that you get in all the other Transformers movies. But, in, but until I've seen it and really hard, to, I'm really struggling to picture this. Well, if you if you remember even the toys that we would have had of Optimus Prime or anytime you see him in a comic book, he doesn't look like oh, he looks in so the he's... movies. He looks like he does in the toys. Yeah. Uh, you saw the art I bought from Alex Mines, our friend uh, at Alex Mines Artwork. Yeah. Yes. Remember the Optimus Prime I bought from him? So he looks like that. That's the traditional Optimus Prime. So he comes on the screen in this opening sequence, and I'm like, holy shit, that's my Optimus Prime. Motherfucker. And you immediately see Soundwave, which was the the, the Decepticon with the, the tape deck in his chest. Uh, didn't it, Wasn't the tape deck also a little Transformer? Yeah, and the cassette came out, and he was his own little thing. Yeah. Um, so immediately, you know, that happens. And then I lean over to Rachel and I said, this is the best tem- the best part of any Transformers movie ever. Um, ever. And then the movie, you know, it's great. I mean, the, the characters have that look of the traditional cartoons that I remember. Uh, it's, it's a, you know, and now it does call into question a few of the plots of the other Transformers movies. But again, are we really going to start pulling at those threads? You know, I mean, come on, it is us. So I guess we are, you know, but I was sure in the other movies, they had never been to earth before, you know, and Bumblebee yeah, crashed. Wasn't that the first one, wasn't it? Yeah. But in this one, it's back in the eighties or the early, I think it's eighties. Uh, and he crash lands on earth. So, you know, you're kind of like, well, wouldn't he remember being anyway? It doesn't matter. Ultimately. I enjoyed Wait, it. Go ahead. Doesn't Bumblebee not speak though? So maybe isn't it the whole point? He's supposed to use like uh, audio recordings and yeah, he scans he, the radio in the other movies, doesn't he? And speaks through like yeah. the cassette tapes or through the cassette tapes. Old man, he speaks through that. Yeah, he he pulls. So maybe the he radio. just hasn't found anyone on the radio saying, oh, "Hey, we were here before," or "I've been here for years." That's true because nobody's released that single. I guess maybe. maybe. Although. If he can take audio from Star Trek Voyager, you can take audio from Friends. You know, the whole, he's been dead for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, you could. Now, it's, by all accounts, it's it's fun. Uh, I'm a guilty pleasures. Shia LaBeouf is one of my guilty pleasures. I always enjoy his oh. movies. I know he's cray cray. Just but, do it. But he's, you know what I mean? He was no. He was fun in his first couple of movies, wasn't he? Yeah, but that's kind of like the same of anyone before they went crazy. Like, you could even say, obviously, it's not going to be appealing to us, but Miley Cyrus was big. People liked her. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and, then, and then it's a case of, oh, shit, she's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I like the cast of this movie. Uh, it's like a younger cast. The girl is, is you know, she's, by all accounts, she's, very famous. she's a very famous actress, though. I don't remember her name. This is the best <sighs> review you're ever going to get. Maybe so famous. You're in front of a computer. Maybe you can look it up and tell me her name. But I like the sense of humor. I like the classic soundtrack. I, I really did enjoy it. Does it have a lot of holes? Yes, ladies. Yeah. Um, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. What I did enjoy about it was the people in the crowd, but that's a constant thing in my life. Uh, awesome. John Cena, who of course is a pro wrestler. He plays the villain, the heel in the movie. Uh, he does a good job, man. You know, is he the greatest actor in the world? No, but he's talking to imaginary robots and I think he does a pretty good job. Of course, animation has come a long way since the original. So the, the graphics are great. You know, the CGI looks awesome. And again, I love it. I loved it because it's my Transformers. It's the classic Transformers, not those updated Michael Bay versions. And it's done uh, very well at the box office. Haley Steinfeld. There we uh, go. Steinfeld. Oh, you, you, did you do that on purpose? I don't know what you mean. Now, there you go. That's your girl's name. Now, the dude who's in it is awesome. He's really funny. You mean John Cena? Yeah, but the other guy. There's a young guy. I was gonna say, you're going to say, of course you're going to say John Cena's awesome. Why? Because you love wrestling. <sighs> Listen, I do love wrestling, and so do many of our listeners, okay? Uh, now, he does a great job. <sighs> it, does he really, though, or is this you just, you know, wanting him to do a great job? Well. Because I've seen some of his films, and did you ever watch the TV show Psych? I've seen some of it. They put a lot of the wrestlers on there. Yeah, and he plays the female leads brother in there and he's like an ex-marine or some shit and it's just he's too wooden yeah but that's why a long time ago i think he's come a long way uh, well i'll have to give this a watch and uh trust me long time listeners of myself and my especially my wrestling podcast we used to have called smart marks will know i am no john cena fan sir however no? i give credit right. where credit's due does a good job. I mean, it's a movie about a fucking giant transformer. John Cena is perfectly passable. You know what I mean? Is he though? It's not worse than the fucking one where it turns out that fucking King Arthur, the Excalibur sword is a fucking transformer. And that old met, whatever the fuck they did in that last movie. Right, Steve? I from dinner. Honestly, and podcast. Uh, I'm sorry for cursing. I don't even think I've seen that one. So the one with the dinosaurs. I think so. The yeah. One after that. Who knows? Listen, there's so many of them and they got so bad by the end. Who fucking uh, cares? Anyway, so, for our new review system, stream it, steal it, buy it, or none. I, I guarantee you, you're probably going to say, I'll buy it. I mean, I would definitely stream it. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I think with this rating system, we should do it as if that would be our only choice. So, yeah, I'm going to say that I would buy like, it. Where, when you say stream it, say pay like £3 or something to watch it again. I would say if we say stream it, we would mean like, oh, it's on Netflix. You know what? I'll just kind of, I'll sit back and watch it. Oh, okay. Or, or it's on Amazon Prime. All right, I'll watch it. But you wouldn't go out of your way. Steal it yeah. would, would kind of be like, I'm going to download a Blu-ray rip, allegedly, as soon as it's available online, just so I can watch it again. And of course, buy it. Like we said, you want to deep dive it. You want to do all the special features, etc. Yeah. So I would say buy it because great, you know, it's going to look awesome on Blu-ray on my nice big TV. And like you were saying, it might be cool to deep dive the special features into this one and, you know, take a look at what some of the stuff that was left out, some of the stuff that they couldn't do, whatever it would be. So there we have it. Folks, let us know on Twitter. How about that? Just Johnny or Facebook. They can let us know. Would you stream it? Would you steal it? Would you buy it or none? And you can tell us that about obviously into the Spider-Verse or Bumblebee, or whatever you've gone to see recently. We're more than happy to, to hear that, and we'll go ahead and we'll share those next week. And we also want people to play our favorite game, everybody's favorite game, Am I an Asshole? Uh, just Johnny, will you explain to them how, how Am I an Asshole works? Basically, you come online, uh, send us a message, or we can even call you live, and you just call Matt an asshole and then hang up. No, that's not, but <laughs> I like that game too. No, it's a situation that you may have been in where people might argue that you've been an arsehole. Like, I can't remember the example you gave before. You know, if you see a kid fall and you laugh, are you an arsehole for that? That's right. You know, it's or it could be, uh, I'm trying to think now, ones that we've had in the past, taking a girl on a date, 
leaving it with a, an eighty pound bill. Yeah, you leave bill. the chick at the I bar think with I the bill. Fine then. Right. Yeah. After you've been drinking a quite a lot of alcohol, had a nice expensive Chinese, and then you fucked off and left her there. And then so you you put to us the question: Am I an asshole? And then just Johnny, myself, and the loyal listeners, we are your judge, jury, and executioner, and we vote on yes or no. Are you an asshole? So and, you know we're fair. That's right. We'll be fair. We'll be logical about it. We we want to we want to help you because you may not be an asshole, but the opposite yeah, and then is this way we can help settle your mind. That's right. Or the opposite is maybe you are and you need to know you're an asshole, and we need to be the ones to tell you. Everybody is welcome to play this all. game. Tweet it. You can tweet it. Uh, you can email it, legendinmypodcast at gmail.com. You can send it to us on Facebook, Legend in My Spare Time Podcast. Uh, you can email voice notes from your phone these days. It's so easy. Uh, so however you want to do it, we want to hear from all of you. If you hit these kind of situations, man, was I being an asshole there? Tell us the story. Let us decide for you because then you also get to hear the rad theme song I made for it. Humility is I've also got one that's kind of not an am I an arsehole, but whilst we're on the topic of films and, you know, games. Yes. Or it's not really a game, though, is it? It's you know, a section. Maybe off the fly, I've just come up with one. Okay. So the Black Mirror episode, Bandersnatch. Ah, yes. Yes. Uh, that's the choose your own adventure movie on Netflix made by the Black Mirror people called Bandersnatch, right? That's the that's one. Yeah. Okay. And obviously... I imagine everyone's talked about it because it it's taken off like a stone in water. Like when you skip My, when they skip across it. No, you just you just drop it in when it sinks. Is that so? That's yes. not your best metaphor. I'm going to be honest. Good thing or bad thing? Is that what you what you were saying? Oh yeah, it's taken off really well. Okay, cool. Thank you. Go ahead. Sorry for being uh, an asshole. Is... See, folks, am I an asshole <laughs> for correcting Johnny on what he was trying to say and then being wrong about it? Sorry. Please carry on. I like to just put in incorrect metaphors and just see if people are polite enough. And obviously you're not polite. No, that's definitely true. I used to do the same with literally uh, just to see if people would call me out on it. I'd be like, oh man, I, I, I could literally eat a horse just to see if somebody would go literally. Uh, Fitzy, <laughs> Magic, Magic Fitzpatrick, you know Fitzy. He used to bike yes. to it all the time when he'd be like, it's not literally. And I'd be like, no, literally. Anyway, please. Carry yeah, on. every so often I'll see something on Reddit that's like ways to piss random people off and I'll just pick a few and start doing them. But my game is if you could apply Bandersnatch to a film or a TV show, Ooh. what would it be? And maybe if you have ideas of potential paths that it could go on. Ooh, I like it. Yeah, mm -hmm. like for instance, uh, you're watching The Friends, the episode of The Beach. Do you know when he's trying to decide... Does he go left with the, the girl with the bald, shaved her head, or does he go and see Rachel? Right. Like, if you could have chose, who would you go for? Ooh, and then, I like it. Yeah. So we could call it, what would you bandersnatch? Yes. Ooh, I like Smell it. my bandersnatch. No, yeah, no, let's call it Smell My Bandersnatch, the new game from Legend of My Spare Time podcast. You're going to have to come up with a song for this. Yep, I will. But then they're going to sue us for the name Bandersnatch. But that's okay. I like Can it. They know? So which which step would you take? Would you go with the bald chick or would you go with Rachel? Uh, I mean, obviously, you've had a crush on this girl, on Rachel, since she was... Right. Since you were both right. kids. And, and sh she's his lobster. Yes. And yeah, I probably would have went with Rachel. I think that's the way it's supposed to be. Now, yeah, but then obviously it'd be interesting, you know, if you can go back and watch the episode, it'd be like, I'd like to see what happened. Like, ah, they had that episode where Chandler was like, what if I wrote jokes for the New Yorker? And what if uh, Joey was like, what if I'm still on Days of Our Lives? And Phoebe was a stockbroker. That episode, and you got to see alternate future of, of everyone. Yeah. See, it'd be interesting to see. Like, I've always thought this. Why don't they do what ifs? Because obviously in, in comic land, you get what ifs. Yeah. Like um, Wolverine killed the Marvel Universe or Deadpool killed the Marvel Universe. Mm -hmm. It's just an interesting story in an alternate future. And I've always wondered why, like, why can't they do this with TV shows? Like, what if Star Trek, what if the humans got wiped out? And then you yeah. get to see the future of all the major things that humans did that obviously they didn't do. So things have just gone tits up. Yeah, I like it. 
But if, unless you want time to think about it, have you got anything off the top of your head you'd like to bandsnatch? My brain starts running right away. And it's like, ooh. And I I, I can't place any, but I immediately get thoughts of shows you watch where you're like, why? Why did you do that? If you could have those moments and you could be like, no, go the other way or whatever. Um, It's behind you. Yeah. Oh, no, it isn't. Oh, yes. We'll hit that next week so we can think about it. We'll hit that next time. But, folks, let us know what you would like to bandersnatch. If you could insert an alternate, a choose your own adventure, an alternate angle for a TV show, a movie, a comic book, whatever, tell us what it would be because that sounds really cool. Um, See, all mine so far would be be wrestling, and you don't like talking about wrestling. No. Give us a week. We'll think about some next time. I'll, I'll I'll come up with a cheesy song. Yes, and uh, try and come up with, say, like, let's just say you're going to do, uh, I don't know, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And instead of Jake Fancy and, I can't think of her name, Amy, that she end, he ends up fancying Rosa. And then you've got to come up with maybe potential alternate futures. Like, yeah. they don't get married, one of them accidentally, one of them gets shot or something, just... Go crazy. Like, cool. Yeah, I like it. How would you change it as well? Yeah, I like it. We'll get to, well, let's do it. And maybe if we start thinking of it ahead of time, we can all pick us and the listeners and say, hey, next week we'll do Brooklyn Nine-Nine and we'll all bandersnatch it. And we can compare notes and say, hey, I did this to Jake and I did this to her. And you know what I mean? Maybe that'll be fun too. You never know. I like the sounds of this party. Well done. Look at you. Look at you fucking bringing shit to the table. I like it. And I'd like to bandersnatch you. Wait. You choose someone else instead of me? Oh, no. I Because I was using the metaphor for like being dirty with it. Yeah, you would. I thought you would just go giggity. But no, oh. I wouldn't like to. No, you're right. That's I was taking offense to that. No, I took. I played the game wrong. I played the thing wrong. I'm sorry. Oh, it's brand new game. to us. It's brand how new hard, to us. How hard is the rules? It's all right, man. Listen. All right? All right? Clearly, it's very hard. <laughs> Clearly, it's very hard. That's what she said. Cool. Play along, listeners, please. Don't leave us just me and him stuck talking to each other. Play along with us. Okay, so you and I do have similarities as different as we are because you and I are both collectors and you and I are both OCD about collecting. Isn't that correct? Um, Yes. So we both have similar issues, financial ones, if that's fair to say. Now with myself, uh, because with collecting, for me, it's toys. All right. Uh, And for just Johnny over there, he collects uh, unique and interesting whiskey bottles and whiskey brands. Isn't that right, sir? Yes. And upcoming, there are some that are causing you a bit of drama. Hmm? It is indeed. Uh, there's eight, nine actually, because one's already released, but eight bottles of whiskey, all with uh, special edition, limited edition bottles and cases for each of the houses from Game of Thrones. Right. And how many bottles are there, sorry? Eight. Uh, eight. There's eight coming out, but there's one that's already out. Have you got the one that's already out yet? Yes. Okay. Three of them. One courtesy of you. Ah, which, right. You know, this was the was White Walker whiskey. Yes. So, folks, you know, I just Johnny here is a is a generous gift giver at Christmas and, and birthdays, and his are always thoughtful. You know what I mean? It gives you something you put a little thought into. This year, I had a Back to the Future T-shirt, so and there you can see that's right, and a dick pic always. He put thought into it. So this year I tried to deep dive and I tried to find him something cool. So I found a White Walker edition uh, bottle of whiskey. Johnny Walker, is that right? That's correct. Uh, that, makes, that, that, that makes sense. Johnny Walker, White Walker, right? So yeah. <laughs> I was very excited about this limited exclusive bottle and I thought I'm going to order this for my boy for Christmas and I'm going to make his fucking day. He's going to love it. Yeah. A few days later at work, we're having a random conversation in which collector bottles of whiskey come up. So, you know, sometimes, folks, when you bought somebody a present and you try to drop that hint just to see if they're into it, right? You say something like, you know, oh, did you see they released some new Ninja Turtles? And then I might say, really? And you'd go, I got him a good gift because he doesn't know about them. That kind of example, right? Mine was the whiskey bottle. So I mentioned these White Walker whiskey thinking just Johnny's going to go, oh, that's cool. I'll have to check that out. Me thinking, I already got one under the tree for you, motherfucker. Can't pull your fucking wool over my eyes. No, because he comes back with, oh, yeah, yeah, I got two of those. <laughs> so we, you have the collector's curse like me, one to open, one to keep in the box, right? Yes. 
So then I'm think I thought if he's just got one, then I'll get him the second one. That's fine. But you already had two of them motherfuckers. Yes. This was one of those awkward things because I was going to buy two completely with the uh, intent of one to open, one to keep. But I couldn't because I bought, well, I have a bottle for from Blade Runner. There's a special edition bottle of Johnny Walker. And the price on that has just skyrocketed. Right. So I was just there looking at these two bottles and I thought, Game of Thrones, like, I'm, I'm torn. Part of me is thinking Game of Thrones, you know, it's massive. So either there's not going to be that many of these and then they're all going to be just like overpriced so quick mm-hmm. or there's going to be hundreds of these and it's not going to be like for like 100 years or whatever before they're actually worth anything. Yeah. But I was like, I can't take the risk. I have to keep them both. Yeah. So you were going to drink it. You saw the value and you were like, oh, man. Yeah, I'll keep it just to be safe. Yeah. Just to be safe. I've done the same with a couple of my retro wrestlers I bought, you know, where I bought one to open and one to keep in the box. And then the ones I opened have skyrocketed in value. And now I'm doing the same as you, thinking back, going, fuck, I should have left both. I should have left them both in the box. Um, so you've got those ones, but you know, what we were saying today was, you know, with these collectible things, because we are so OCD and completist, you have to jump on them right away, right? Because if you don't buy them immediately, uh, they're only going to, at least for the short period, short time, they're only going to increase in value, right? So it's not as, as, not as bad for me as your situation, which you'll tell us about in a second, but for my wrestlers, you know, they're like 10, 15, even say they're 20 pounds each, right? And four of them come out in a series, you know, throw some shipping on two, four, six, eight, like, you know, like 90, a hundred pounds, right? And you're yeah. thinking that's a lot of money for a bunch of wrestlers. But if you don't buy them at that time, then they're online for like a hundred pounds each guy. And I'm immediately going to look at that. Fuck. fuck, I should have bought them when they were just 15. So you have to bite the bullet. You have to buy them and it hurts, but you have to do it. Otherwise, you know, you'll regret it. So just Johnny for these eight bottles of whiskey that you need to buy because you are the completest. How much are you going to be looking at spending? Uh, 400 pounds. 400 pounds, UK. Do that in your yeah. conversion. Ask Siri to convert that for you, loyal listeners around the world. Uh, but again, if you don't do that, you're probably going to be looking at thousands to get these things. You think that's fair? Or not even being able to buy them. Right. Either, like, yeah, either no possibility at all or paying uh, an insane amount of money for them. Yeah, because there was a bottle of whiskey, a Japanese bottle. So it's not even like a scotch. It's Japanese whiskey. And they stopped doing their 12-year... Because obviously you've got different age. And they just stopped doing their 12-year whiskey all of a sudden, which is only going for about 40, 50 quid maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, people online then bought up like shit tons of it. And then you look at about £700 a bottle. Oh. <laughs> and like you're thinking about it, you're like, it's just whiskey. Yeah. But... I think it's everyone else just needing the, the set or needing, you know, just needing to have one. Yeah. And, oh. and, and I'm okay with people collecting. Like I'm cool with people buying to, to collect. Yeah. But the, but the people that buy multiple just with the intention of selling them. Fuck you. I hope you stub your toe when you although, get up tomorrow morning, you sons of bitches. Although, come on, think about it. If you had sort of ridiculous amounts of money to spare and someone said, do you want like, you know, a hundred sets of it? And you're like, Oh, fuck it. Yeah, go on. Yeah. You know uh, you would. I don't, but on, I, I honestly don't, I honestly don't think I would, man, because it really bugs me when you see pictures of people with like 12 of one figure in their shopping cart or something, you know? So you're saying you wouldn't? I don't think I would. I'd buy one to open and one to keep in the box and I don't see myself reselling it. <laughs> you're a bigger person than me. I don't know. I mean, look, it's hard to say, right? Oh, if the money, shit. if the thing's in front of me, it's hard to say no. <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, like, for example, I have a uh, Andre the Giant action figure still in the box worth hundreds of pounds. I right. only have one, but if I wanted to make a couple hundred bucks, I could probably sell that one. I, I don't have any desire to do so. Is that different? Is that, you know, if I'm not willing yeah, to do one, I only it. have one. I don't know. Imagine if you could go back in time and you knew how much they're going to be worth now. And someone said, like, hey, kid, that's going to be worth hundreds of pounds. And you've got like 10 in front of you. You're right. It's you, hard. you yourself have said you were a bit of an arsehole when you were younger. That's true. And I, I, I have also said that if I could have time travel, I would go back to the to buy Action Comics number one. 
yeah, detective comments number one by all the number ones, you know, to bring them back and then sell them. So yeah, you're you know you're right. I mean, I guess ironically though, if you went back in time and brought them to the future, they wouldn't be worth anything because when they if they like aged them, it, you'd have to hide stash them somewhere and then hope that no one finds your stash. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it. the only way you could do it is you'd have to buy a long term storage unit. Yeah. If it exists, or time capsule, like right? in you find out where your garden is geographically and bury it there. Yeah, exactly. You'd have to find some way to hide that and stash that while you travel back because you're right, it has to age. I don't know, but basically, then, folks, he's gonna you're gonna you're gonna end up doing it, aren't you? You're gonna buy the whiskey. I mean, I I think you should. Uh, yes, and I would. I'd, I'd be just as grumbly when I did it as you will be inevitably, but I'd do it. You know. Um, I got fucking, there's, there's a series of the real Ghostbusters from Diamond Select coming out soon. You know what I mean? Uh, due out in the next couple of weeks. It's a bad time for me, but I'm going to have to and bite you know the bullet and buy them. Buy them all. I'm going to have to though, aren't I? Because if I don't buy them now. But think about it, right? If you, if someone says like, look, they are going to go up in credible prices. He, I, I will loan you like a grand so you can buy like 10 of each, you know, just sell a couple and give me the money back and whatever you do is yours. Are you saying you wouldn't do it? I probably would. You're right. Uh, it'd be too hard to say no. Giggity. Giggity. Speaking of the new ghost of uh, Ghostbusters. Yes, that was our little segue of shit right there, wasn't it? Perfect. Seamless. Well, have you uh, have you heard? Obviously, you heard that there's going to be a Ghostbusters 3. Yeah. If you folks haven't heard, there was an announcement made that they're doing it. Summer 2020, directed by Baby Reitman. Yesterday, the teaser came out? Yes. And folks, if you haven't seen this, search this out. Search out this Ghostbusters teaser. Are you ready to be annoyed? Oh, no, don't. I'm going to wait. I'm wait, 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 wait. Firstly, folks, you know how bitter I am because the girl one really hurt me. Okay. Now, before anyone jumps on that, not because there were girls in it just because it wasn't a good Ghostbusters movie. I feel the same way about the most recent season of Doctor Who. Not my favorite season, not because the Doctor's a girl, but because of the world they put her in within the stories. So, the Is Ghostbusters... involved in, like, sex? Not really, it's just... Feminism. It's just, it's just not a good... Se- it wasn't a good season, and people would think I'd say that just because it was a girl. It's not like that at all. Uh, the Ghostbusters movie with the chicks, I'm happy to hear that they're going to be technically ignoring that, and it's a sequel, right? Now... The teaser uses original music, so it looks good. It sounds good. I'm excited about it. Go ahead, John. Ruin my fucking world. <sighs> Apparently, it's a prequel. No, it's not. I saw it today. It says sequel. Uh, I, if you, obviously, given the fact that you've got an iPhone, you haven't. But on Showbox, uh, the front page of Showbox, it's news. Uh, one moment. Movies, news. The new Ghostbusters will reportedly be teens in sequel. Oh. Sequel. But teens in sequel. I read that as to be... Teens in sequel? Like T-E-E-N-S? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think the rumor uh, is... It, they're tra- I believe that the main characters in the f- new film will be kids around the age of 12 or 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the the, the, the old school GBs training some new GBs. Oh, never mind then. I completely misread that. Okay, the, good. I'm still on uh, board. To I'm be st- a prequel... In their teens, I thought it was no, no, them no, no, in no, their no. teens. No, no, no. And I was reading this, this was, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to piss you off." And I'm going to save it for when we're live. No, <laughs> that's very mean of you, but I really appreciate it from a podcast standpoint. Now, fuck, I'm still <laughs> on board. So far, so good. I'm okay so far because the yeah. original story was always going to be them training the new recruits. And in the first 10 minutes of the first Ghostbusters movie, Peter Venkman says the franchise opportunities uh, opportunities alone will be huge. That opens up the realm of possibility that they can just start selling franchises. And now I'm okay with it. You see, didn't we even talk about this for the one with the girls saying that if you literally had them in at the beginning, a small cameo. Yeah. And then, and then just have them sort of selling it, doing a little bit of a training. Exactly. Like they bought the franchise from the GBs. Then you can reference all the same cast. It's fine, but it's kind of, it's in the same universe, but different. That's right. Kind of like all the, the X-Men fucking, you know, just that one tongue-in-cheek reference, and then you're like, okay, I've liked it, they linked it, but now I'm going to sit back and just watch this for what it is. That's right. Exactly. And you would have probably appreciated it more. A little bit more. That's right. So they hurt me so bad last time 
but I I love me some <laughs> Ghostbusters, and I'm on board. I'm feeling positive. I mean, the teaser alone was great. Like I said, they used the original Elmer Bernstein score. Yeah, I know his name. Don't judge me. Um, and and just that opening moment of music, I was like, oh, it's perfect. And even the the sounds of the the because if you haven't seen it, we'll talk it through. It's only a couple seconds long. Uh, somebody's in a big farmhouse, which I think is Ray Stance, Dan Aykroyd's character. Why do you think it's him though? Because in the opening of the movie, he says, uh, "My parents left me that house, and we just mortgaged it, or whatever, right?" And I think it's a it's a it's a big old barn on his parents' farm. Uh, wow, but, you've thought way too much about these, like you in depth, dude. I'm telling that, you, since that this, one time when he gave him a dodgy look, it meant that he was in love with him, dude. You know, listen, wait, what? Listen, man. The the since I saw that teaser, Ghostbusters has been on my mind running around thinking how they're going to do this and how they're hopefully not going to ruin it for me. So I've I, yes, I have thought a little bit into it. So <laughs> here's my pre-predictions in fucking January of 2019 for Ghostbusters three race stance. He's holding on to that dream about being Ghostbusters race stance. Which one was he again? Dan, Aykroyd. I, I'm not trying to piss you off. I'm Dan, it's Aykroyd. Been a long time. Dan Aykroyd. He was kind of, yeah. you know, the, the, the excitable the young one of the one, Ghostbusters. Yeah. And he was, was like, he the one, that um, may have had a sexual. He got a blowy from a ghost. Yes, yeah. that's right. He he rolled the fireman's <laughs> pole. He he was super excited. <laughs> so I think he's gone back to his parents' house and he's trying to fix everything because you know there's trouble brewing, you know, and uh, he's trying to fix it. That's why he has the XO one. He's trying to work on the gun now. The gun isn't working and he's trying to fix it. Right. That's because the gun was Egon's invention. Of course, played. By Harold Ramis, who is no longer with us. Is all the other cast still alive? Yes, except for him. He invented the gun. That's why it's not working. That's because he isn't alive to fix it. You see where I'm going here, man? There's a lot of levels, and I like it, and I think it's going to be okay, ladies and gentlemen. What's your thoughts on maybe potentially CGing him as a ghost or an apparition? too much or uh, no, you allow it? it because it's the original family making the movie i think i'm okay with it now if it was that other guy feig whatever the fuck his name is no i'm not I, happy I, with that but because it's because it's Ackroyd, you know you'll allow it because it's the original boys right they he was in the movie with them they wrote the original movies together i think yeah, they're, okay. i think they're allowed to do it i you know of course they wouldn't do it without his family's blessing right so because again, no. there is, you know, they've, they've, they all made so many movies together, you know, they wouldn't do anything to disrespect him, uh, or his family. So I, yeah, I'm okay with it. It's not, it's not, you're not getting to me. I'm too excited for this. It's not working. I like it. I like it. I'm not trying to get to you. No, I know just, you're you not. Know, just, oh, I know you're not. But you know, many of these questions may have me go, ah, oh, you're right. Fuck. They're going to ruin it. But, uh, or maybe he's gone back to his parents' house, kept it. He's on the verge of going bankrupt, and someone, uh, Bill Murray, can't think of his character's name, after we watch him again, comes in and says, "How about we set up a franchise? Uh, you know, because they're all the co-owners. I just need your signature. We can set up a franchise." Yeah, yeah. Boom. Uh, he's more sneaky, so you're right. I think, but maybe he comes in and he's like, "Guys, I solved all our problems. I solved everything. I franchised out the Ghostbusters. You did what? Yeah, yeah. I franchised him out." Oh, by the way, I also I also said we'd go help them out a little bit. You know, just a little bit of training just to get them, you know, and then the other guys are like, I don't want to do this, right? Maybe. I'm not even supposed to be here. There you go. I think we're getting somewhere. Ghostbusters 3, you heard it here first. I'm on board. I'm okay yeah. with this so far. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's nice not to be so angry about everything all the time, you know? I like The it. only slight problem is whether or not your ideas are in line with their ideas. You know, you're right. Now, from the interview I read, um, uh, apparently the director, uh, who in his interview said that he grew up a Ghostbusters kid just like we did. He loved the movies just as much as we did. Uh, and okay. you've seen Ghost. you know, may not remember it specifically, but in Ghostbusters 2, um, you remember they're at the point where they're, um, they're doing birthday parties, right? And the, yeah. kids are, the kids are like, we want He-Man. Yeah. Uh, the kid who comes up to him and says, my dad says, you guys are full of shit. Ah, oh, the little, little fat kid. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's our director. Oh. was uh, he? Is he the son of the original? That's correct. Original director, Ivan Reitman. Um, why, why can't I find who the new director is? But anyway. 
that's you know so he's in the original one so he's been there since he was a kid too so i'm hoping that that jason reitman is his name ladies and gentlemen i'm hoping he treats it with as much love and respect that he seems to be doing so far you know yeah um, but it's, it's it's that's that's the thing and it? it's like if you're a fan then it's a case of you know what do i want what's gonna appease more you know the fans yeah and Ivan Reitman, the director of the original, said uh, that his son has always pitched to him the idea of his Ghostbusters movie. And then he finally came to him with this story. And he said it was emotional. It was beautiful. It was perfect. So they moved ahead with the project. Nice. So it kind of sounds like it's a fan who got to make a Ghostbusters movie, which usually works out. I mean, it worked out pretty good for everybody when J.J. Abrams got to direct a Star Wars movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I suppose. So Even though it's got a lot of hate. Yeah, I, but fuck I people. It's going it. to have hate anyway. Now, of course, when we get to 2020, we're obviously going to play this clip of me being Mr. Positive, which is going to turn into me going, this movie sucked. They didn't say anything they said they were going to do. They didn't do nothing they said they were going to do. I can't believe I let them hurt me again. Which Why do I keep giving them my feelings? And then probably we'll be followed by you going, <sighs> I did tell you. Yeah. I, how many fucking times? I know. Shut up. I know. So we're hopeful at this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I got one last little story for you. And then we've done our first episode of the year. How do you feel about that? Tired. Exhausted. Yeah. It's hard work, isn't it? Being so really hard. entertaining. Uh, so to finish off, ladies and gentlemen, we mentioned earlier our loyal listener and good friend of the show, Uncle Joey. And his exactly, and his and his beautiful daughter, the first legend baby Jocelyn, when she was very young, cocksucker. And of course, he had to instruct her to never ever say that shit again. He probably didn't say, "Don't ever say that shit again." But you know, your mom's gonna kick my ass. Don't ever say that in front of her. So I get a video message from Uncle Joey a few days ago. Okay, Uh, Uncle Joey spends his time driving around the the rural streets of Iowa, and uh, spends his time listening to our podcast. Of course, and many others, I'm sure, because we only do one episode a month, roughly. So what's he going to else is going to listen to? Anyway, he tells me, uh, firstly, he's busting my ball a little bit, singular, <laughs> because as you know, I am a musician and I've played, I played in a band many years ago. Now, I had sent many years ago, Uncle Joey, some of my music on a CD back in the day when you still send CDs out to people. Oh, mixtapes. <laughs> now, Jocelyn is a huge Matt Lee's band fan. All right. And why wouldn't she be? Though? I don't right. blame her. Here's the downside. Well, the, the firstly, she loves anytime they're in the car together. Can we listen to Matt, Uncle Maddie? Can we listen to Uncle Maddie's music? Which, of course, that's beautiful. That's such a nice thing to hear. Check out the Matt Lee's band on YouTube, just like Jocelyn does. Now, he even said that during my song, Lois Lane, is a song where I, I make lo- tons of pop culture Ooh. references and things that I like about, you know, TV and things. Uh, he said that she's been searching out things like Saved by the Bell and Full House uh, on Netflix. And when these characters are mentioned, she goes, that's what my Uncle Maddie sings about. Of course, we did address the fact that she'll eventually have to be taught the Cosby lesson, right? But Oh, I was waiting for that. I know, I know, I know, I know. But one day at a time. Anyway, he said, as much as he, uh, to, to quote him, sort of, what do you call it when you're not quite quoting? I'm, um, oh no. Quoting? No. Seriously? Somebody's screaming at us right now. When you're not, you're not uh, quoting, but you're summarizing roughly what they said. Uh, to summarize. All right, fine. That's not the right expression though. But anyway, he basically said, as much as I love the Matt Lee's band, I'm fucking tired of the Matt Lee's band because this CD that's on loop probably has like only it's a demo. So it's probably only got four songs on it. And anytime he's in the car with them, they're on loop. But you know, it's sweet. It's, I mean, it's adorable. The fact that she is searching out Saved by the Bell and stuff on Netflix as an eight year old kid, because I mentioned them in a song is awesome. So it's also the, the thing now of the pressure, maybe that you have to come up with more music now. Well, I, I, I told him, I said, I'll try to record myself just singing some other songs. So at least you can have some variety. If she's like, can we listen to uncle Maddie? So uh, the other day, Joe and his beautiful daughter are driving around somewhere in a parking lot somewhere. And, uh, I'm sure maybe, maybe somebody in front did something silly. And uncle Joey, who's trying not to curse in front of his daughter, of course, uh, maybe muttered something towards this guy in this vehicle. Okay. And young eight-year-old Jocelyn says, what a rooster lollipop. <laughs> to which Joey says, 
honey, what's a what's a rooster lollipop? And she says, well, daddy, you told me not to say cocksucker anymore. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she's eight years old and she's made the funniest joke that's ever been on this podcast ever. Oh, that's genius. What a rooster lollipop. Genius. Genius. Can't get any better than that, folks. So I Can't think. Can't be angry. You, that, beautiful. So a beautiful joke from a beautiful child. Unbelievable. Everybody, try not to be a rooster lollipop this week. And for your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast, Legend in My Spare Time, follow us on Twitter at Legend Podcast. We are part of the IHOP network. Hashtag IHOPness. And I've been just Johnny. And he's been Matt Lee. Get the fuck off of my podcast. Bye-bye. Bye. Legend in my